Hello and welcome to Empower to Empower Others Radio Show. This is your host, Valerie Burrell, and I'm excited that you're with me today. We're going to share with you a word of encouragement, a word of empowerment, a word to motivate you to live your best life now. We want you to live life purposely. So get ready, get ready, get ready to receive all that we have for you today on Empower to Empower Others. We say greetings to each of you and thank you so much for joining us on this week's segment of Empower to Empower Others. Our topic today is poor. Not poor like P-O-O-R, meaning that you're lacking, but poor, P-O-U-R, poor. When I tell you how this this message has been resonating in my spirit all day long, it's been amazing. It's been amazing. But let's open with a word of prayer. Father, we come before you now in the name of Jesus, giving you glory, honor, and praise for this teaching moment. Holy Governor, I ask that you would take control, that you would release that which we need in order to recognize what it is you're speaking in this hour I pray now for every listener and those who will listen later that they're able to receive, that they have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying. Father, we say thank you for this, and we count it done in Jesus' name. Amen. Poor. P-O-U-R. How many times have you felt out of sorts, like, you feel like I'm doing everything I know to do. I'm going through the process. I'm not murmuring. I'm not complaining. I'm I'm yielding to what the Spirit of God is saying. I'm being intentional about dying daily. Like I'm submitting to what I, I hear or what I think I hear Holy Spirit saying because I desire to please God, to receive all that God has for me, that's what I desire. So I'm I'm doing these things. Still feel a little off? I was listening to a sister today, and, and she shared a cute story about, you know, listening to God and hearing God and obeying what God has said. And she shared a story about how she was at church, and she had on these really nice earrings, and a young lady made mention that she liked them, and she said, I think I heard the Lord say give them to her, so I took them off, and I gave them to her. And then by the time I got home, I realized maybe that wasn't God. (laughs) She felt a little bit off because she did what she thought she was supposed to do, and and it probably was Holy Spirit talking to her. But she had a moment where she was like, God, is that what you wanted me to do, or Is that what, I I don't know, but she felt off. And what I'm experiencing right now about doing everything you know to do, but something seems off. I wasn't in that exact place today, but I knew that this was a day for me to be still and know. To be still and know. And I know that he is God and he proves himself to me daily. But I was still 
I reached out to our ministry team, and I said, hey, today we're just going to pour. And I let them know what the pour acronym was, and that's prioritize, organize, unwind, and realign. I said, but let's empower each other. Let's send everybody your favorite passage of scripture, and, and some of them did it, just to encourage each other, empower each other in the, in the things of the Lord. But when Holy Spirit again said to me, pour, and he said, Valerie, today, I want you to prioritize. I want you to organize. I want you to unwind, and I want you to realign. I said, okay. But first, let me, let me just tell you, when you look at the definition of pour, Oxford defines it as a verb, flow rapidly in a steady stream, water pouring off of a roof. The second way they define it is come or go in a steady stream and in large numbers, as if people pouring out of a train, people pouring into a stadium to arrive in overwhelming numbers or quantity, poor. When I heard that, I I thought about that scripture about how we can't expect God to pour new wine into an old wine skin. That as God desires to pour into us, we have to be able to retain what he's pouring into us without loss, which means that our cracks have to be sealed, that we have to be maybe um, put back on the potter's wheel and be realigned. There's an indicator to me in that moment of poor, realizing that God was saying to me, Valerie, there should be an expectation of a flow rapidly and steadily, whoo, God, thank you, rapid and steady, rapid and steady, prepare for rapid and steady, and I said, okay, God, I hear you, I'm going to prepare, so I sat there, and I just began to look at what it is he said for me to do, the first thing was to prioritize, Now, by definition, prioritize means to designate or treat something as more important than other things. Determine the order for dealing with according to their relevant importance. So I said, oh, okay, what am I prioritizing, Holy Spirit? What, what, is it all facets of my life? Is it a certain facet of my life? What exactly is that thing that I need to prioritize? He said, I need you to take a look at all of it and then hear me. And I said, okay. Well, I can tell you that a lot of times on Sundays, my husband's off and it's his catch-up day. So I don't really um, get in his way much for him to do what he needs to do. And I chill. Holy Spirit said, that's not priority. The priority is not for you to chill today. The priority is for you to put your hands on things that you've been holding up now some for as much as two years. And I said, I'm sorry. He said, I gave you a work two years ago. 
I gave you actually three works two years ago. I gave you three works a year ago that have not been completed. There are things that I need you to do in the kingdom that require finances. And because you are mine and because you're going to do it according to my plan, I'm going to bring the provision. But the provision is connected to your prioritizing what it is I've spoken to you versus what you feel like you need to do for others. Ouch and amen. That hit me. And I said, okay, Holy Spirit, I hear you. Prioritize. So what did I do? I picked up my computer. I went through my files. I found what it is that he had given me two years ago. And I began to work. And it was so powerful that even as I began to work, Holy Spirit was downloading stuff left and right. It was like, bam, 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 bam. I mean, it was just clicking, 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 clicking to the point that I had to pause. And I was like, God, oh, my God, this is so amazing. And he said, no, it's not amazing. This has been waiting for you. But because you didn't make this a priority, because what I gave you was not priority, because you were making priority of what others needed, where others wanted you to go, what others wanted you to do. And mind you, it is uh, it is all attached to what I've called you to do in the earth. But I still need you to make sure that what I have assigned to you gets priority. What I've assigned to you, for you, for your family, you've got to make sure that it's a priority. I said, okay, God, I hear you. So y'all got to know that um, this computer going to be beside me everywhere I go. It, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have my full attention probably the rest of this week. When I'm not with clients and taking care of my students, my coaches, I'm going to be handling the priority. And then the Spirit of the Lord said, organize. Now, I said, I, I know what it means to organize. I, I know what that means, God. He said, well, if you know what it means, then why are you not doing it? I said, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) Y'all, this word was like, bam, bam. It was hit me. Arrange into a structured whole to bring order, to prepare, to make separate parts into one, a united whole, to, to systemize. Webster says, to form into a coherent unity or functioning whole. Mm. To arrange by systemic planning and united effort. To cause to develop an organic structure. Now, all of those definitions of organized ministered to my spirit. They did. But then Holy Spirit said, look around. Everything around you is not organized. Why not? Then that moment I came up with um, some kind of excuse, honestly. But it was just that. It was an excuse. And Holy Spirit said, there is no reason for you to ever give me excuses when I've given you the capability to get all things done. You, you are an organized person. There should be no area of your life in disarray. 
Now, I know somebody hearing that, and they're going, oh, apostle, wait a minute, that's tight. It, it might be, but it's true. I had to ask myself, is there something, is there a core longing, is there is there is there an emotional issue that I have that causes things in my home not to be organized as they should? What what exactly what's going on? I had to sit with that for a minute. <laughs> I did because we used to hear as a child that cleanliness is next to godliness. I still ain't found it, but it, it, it sounds right. It sounds good that if we are going to say that we are of God, then we should represent in such a way that what we are in and about is, is organized. We shouldn't live our lives in disarray. And so it's laundry day today, too. Um, I'm a spoiled wife. So my husband was doing laundry. I am. Don't judge me. Don't judge him either. He loves me. Um, And he brought up a load of laundry and he said, babe, this is done. I said, okay. And so he left the room and went back doing what he was doing. Well, that basket that he brought to me, I put away at that moment instead of just letting that basket sit and not putting it away. I mean, the drawer was right there. I put it away. So when he came back, Later, he said, oh, you put those clothes away. I said, yeah. And he was like, wow, great, babe, because I need the basket. I said, okay. That moment of seeing the, the, the smile on his face because I was actually doing something that, that was systemic, that would bring order and organization, brought joy to him. And I was like, oh, okay, God, I feel that. I feel that. See, I, I, I'm, I, the more the day went on, the more I understood that the poor was not just about me, but the poor was about me and everything that's connected to me. That act of organizing not only affected me, it, it brought joy to my husband. In that small moment, hearing me say, I got it, I did it, it's done, brought joy to him. And I was like, okay, Holy Spirit, what else? Then he said, I need you to unwind I need you to unwind. And when you consider unwind, the first thing I thought about was a skein of yarn. Because I crochet, you know, the yarn already comes rolled in a certain kind of way, but I like my yarn to be in a ball. So I dig out the middle and I start making my ball. I unwind to wind again. But what I recognize in the unwind to wind again, that there's some knots sometimes in the middle of it that just sort of happen because you figure how how it get knotted. But there's some knots, some kinks in the end that have to come out. Holy Spirit said, Val, I need you to find out where your kinks are because there are some kinks that are getting in the way of the organization. There are some kinks that are getting in the way of the prioritization. I need you to fully unwind. And I said, God, what does that look like? What does that feel like? What does that sound like? What are you saying to me, Holy Spirit? And he said, this is a moment that I really need you to relax in me and just fully submit your mind to me. 
because y'all I've been talking a, a lot this week about the need to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Been talking a lot about the renewing of the mind, but Holy Spirit said, "I can't, I can't renew what you won't release." Mm, Lord have mercy. I can't renew what you won't release. I need you to unwind. I need you to release the ropes. Release the tension. Again, making sure that you understand the priority. Making sure that you're taking the necessary steps to organize. Now I need you to unwind. And I'm going to tell you all that as I begin to just think about where I am, what I'm doing, how I'm feeling, where I possibly need to unwind. I see that Holy Spirit had only already been doing a part of that for me. I've been very intentional with my schedule. And for you all that know, I, I have a, a counseling practice. I'm a Christian counselor. And I'm always accommodating when clients need to meet with me. But Holy Spirit had already planned that this week, was going to be a week that would allow me to unwind. I might have a client a day, nothing more than that, because he wanted me to be able to pour and to continue to pour, which means I'm getting up tomorrow prioritizing, organizing, unwinding, and then realign. I said, now, Lord, um, help me wait a minute. What now do I need to realign because I feel like I've surrendered everything. I'm I'm giving it to you. Like I'm I'm full fledged giving it to you. Here here's the beautiful thing. Merriam Webster. Realign means to align again. I get that. The other part of that definition is to reorganize or make new groupings of. <laughs> I laughed, y'all. Do you understand what I'm saying? I laughed because as the Holy Spirit was speaking to me about this whole poor thing, I'm looking at even the definition of all of it, the prioritize, organize, unwind, and realign. They all to come together so strategically to give me a message. The Valerie, I'm getting ready to do something that's going to be a steady flow. Mm, Lord have mercy. I'm going to pour into you and then in turn allow you to pour into others. But in order for that to manifest, your stuff got to be in check. So, yeah, what does realign mean? Realignment meant that I had to go and take a look at my calendar. <clears throat> I had to make sure that all my calendar dates for events that I've been scheduled to speak at were on my calendar. I had to make sure that travel accommodations were already in the works. I had to make sure that books that needed to be ordered were ordered. I had to make sure that I had all my contacts in check. I had to clean up everything to make sure that it would function in alignment so that it would strategically move, prioritizing what needed to be done, 
reorganizing anything on my calendar that needed to be reorganized, unwinding, yielding those things that would have hindered me, that would have tied my hands from fulfilling the assignment, and then being honest about what it is that was the priority for Holy Spirit, not just what Valerie wanted to do. Today was my day of poor. And it was exciting, but I felt it. I felt Holy Spirit doing something in me. I felt him doing something through me. And as I'm releasing this message to each one of you now, it is my prayer that you're able to receive this word with expectation that if God Holy Spirit is speaking to you that this is the hour for you to be still and begin to pour, that you can receive this and be transformed, that you can receive this and receive the kingdom impact that's assigned to this message for you. What would it look like? What would it look like if you were to pour If you were to take a look at your life and really figure out what are the priorities that have been established by Holy Spirit for my life, what is in disarray? What do I need to organize? What do I need to release? Where are the kinks in the system that I need to unwind? Holy Spirit, show me I need to do where the issue lies. And then once I've done these things, Holy Spirit, aid me, govern me in realignment according to your will, your plan, and your purpose for my life. I know for everybody that poor is going to look different. But I also know for all of us, those principles won't change. There is a work that God wants to do in each of us a steady flow of his anointing, his power in each of us that he desires to do. But he's saying to us today that in order for it to happen, in order to receive the poor, we got to do the poor work. We got to do it. If we want what the spirit of the Lord has for us, we've got to be willing to obey what the spirit says. Again, maybe yours won't be prioritized, organized, unwind, and realign. That's what it was for me. He may give you another acronym. But whatever the Holy Spirit speaks to you about what's required in order for you to receive that continuous flow that he wants to give to you in this hour, my brother, my sister, please be obedient to do what Holy Spirit says. I'm going to do it. I did it. As a matter of fact, I did it. And and the experience, the lifting, the flow of the content for this book that I was working on, it came so swiftly. Like I said, to the point that I had to pause and I said, oh, my God, it came so swiftly. But, y'all, that's what happens when we're obedient. When we do it the way the Spirit of God says do it, he doesn't have a problem in releasing the blessing and releasing the reward for our obedience. He doesn't have a problem with doing it. The issue is us. 
not yielding to what he said. So it is my prayer, this segment, that if Holy Spirit is speaking to you and telling you, son, daughter, I need you to pour, P-O-U-R, then ask Holy Spirit to tell you exactly what your pour should look like so that you can prepare your vessel. You can prepare your wineskin for the new wine that he desires to pour into you. You can prepare ah, to become the conduit that as he pours into you, you can in turn pour into those that have been assigned. That's my prayer. As I continue to talk about it, he continues to minister to me. But I pray that this word has been and will continue to be a blessing to each of you. And that truly, as you have been empowered with this, that you will take the responsibility to empower others. I say love and blessings to each one of you. Please join us again next week for another relevant teaching here on Empower to Empower Others. If you have questions, comments, or you'd like to contact us, please go to our website at theempowermentplace.org or find us on Facebook, Empowerment Place Ministries. We say love and blessings to each one of you. Until next time, God bless.